0: Carpet and hang with the stars, going upstream with Breitbart and Meliz Calloway show. Talk ninety four
1: point five. All right, and joining us live on the air is Jerome Hudson. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Uh, I'm regretting a little bit that uh, insomnia ice cream that I had at about midnight, but uh, what
1: is it? Packed with uh, caffeine.
0: <laughs> no, oh. it's um, it's called like chameleon air. It's got caramel, and mm. some sort of gooey mm. cookie dough mm. stuff mm. in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, guys,
0: hold I on, hold you. on to two hands on the steering wheel. Folks. <laughs> uh, and but the habiki that I had was not too much. I mean. I'm
1: yeah. I don't even my know what hangover, that is. What's a
0: habibi? Uh, it's, Jap- it's a Japanese whiskey. Oh. If I'd had two more fingers, I probably would have had a hangover. But my hangover is like they start at a one and then they ramp up.
1: To what were you 10. out partying last night? No, I just, uh, oh,
0: okay. you know, my cousin Doug is, you know, he's, he's single now after a very long relationship and. My plan was to be in bed by 9.30, and then he said, hey, Monday night, karaoke night, and the <laughs> bar is a block away, and I was like, uh, oh, there it. goes my early night.
1: <laughs> All right. What song did you sing?
0: I didn't, but oh. if I had, uh, I only performed one song.
1: Which it's one? Power of Love. No way.
0: And the News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's one of my favorite songs. I'm serious. I'm a hard rock guy, but I love Huey Lewis.
0: No, it's it, uh, on the soundtrack to my favorite movie and so
1: That's one of my favorite movies.
0: <gasps> What's going on here?
1: Keep it simple. That's why you two like Well each
0: other. well we'd be best friends, you know, if you <laughs> We would be didn't live so far away, I guess.
1: Well that's your fault. Know.
0: That's, that's all
1: right, true. bromance boys. Um,
0: this is this is what we do with all the extra time that I'm still not sure I deserve. <laughs>
1: Well, I wanted to give you, uh, you know, we we sometimes get to you a little late, so I want to make sure we get to you on time. Um, I, I wanted to talk about, first of all, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of Democrats or people in Hollywood are starting to, I guess, notice what's going on with the border crisis. And yeah. um, they're, you know, Eric Adams is saying, hey, stop yelling at me. Yell at D.C. It's not my fault? What's happening in hey, New York City? That's a good phrase line. Stop yelling at me! It's DC. Yeah, that's what he was saying. And so now you have um, a a horrible um, loss Mm. for um, you know the Pawn Stars. uh, I forgot his name. Rick is it Rick Harrison? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. his son died suddenly from a fentanyl overdose. It seems like it was an accidental thing. He was using a drug, didn't know. Um, And he's come out and is blaming the border crisis.
0: Yeah, which is which was you know I guess stunning doesn't really occur that much at least for me uh, in this line of work. Um, you know, uh, sadly, I don't, I don't, I don't think I was shocked um, that his son overdosed on drugs. It's mm-hmm. is, is one of those sad things that just happens. Just once is too many. Right. Um, but 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 you know I guess according to pre- preliminary reports. Harrison's done. So Pawn Stars has been on since 2009, and I think a lot of people are aware of the show, even if they don't watch it. Um, and and Harrison's been hosting it since then. Um, I, I don't know how many people know him from the show and know that he backed Marco Rubio and stumped for Donald Trump. Uh, I'd love to see the Venn diagram of the people who don't know his political leanings. But anyway, the son passes away, and, you know, Harrison released a statement uh, just on Monday. He said, quote, yes, I can confirm Adam died from a fentanyl overdose. The fentanyl crisis in this country must be taken more seriously. It seems it just it's just flowing over the border, and nothing is being done about it. We must do better. Um, he's obviously right, and it's, you know, been a a, a sad, um, I guess, exacerbation with the fact that that the border is nearly non-existent. Therefore, you have more human trafficking, you have more sex trafficking, you have more munitions, you have more people whose names are on terrorist watch lists, and invariably, you have more drugs, including fentanyl, being smuggled into this country. Beyond the the the, the the points uh, the, the 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 points of entry. Um, I mean, <laughs> if we're getting hundreds of thousands of gotaways in a handful of months, I mean, it, Border Patrol doesn't come in contact with these people. So not only do do we not know who they are, we don't know what they're actually carrying, and that doesn't even speak to the massive tunnel system uh, that exists underneath mm-hmm. the ground. Wow, this is really a bummer of a diatribe. Um, but I, I, all all death in a tragic fashion is horrific. Um, I, I, my heart breaks for the Harrison family. I, I, I guess another thing that was a little shocking, Liz, is like he, his son died 48 hours prior to him releasing this statement. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess the mix of emotions, um, and, you know, his his proclivity to speak out publicly, you know, stumping for Republicans, and namely Donald Trump. Like, uh, it, this was this was I don't know. I'm glad that he he's speaking out against a, a terrible scourge on the country. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know if it moves the needle, but, you know, as Andrew Breitbart said, politics is downstream from culture. And so if you have a huge. Mm-hmm. reality tv megastar pointing out the obvious yeah uh of this of, of this problem I, I i i hope it helps i hope it helps mm-hmm.
1: well a lot of i don't know i just feel like yeah. now that this happened um yeah i mean i just feel like there's been a lot less talk about fentanyl lately i i haven't really been hearing but even locally right nick I really haven't. Yeah, we don't get a lot. I of feel the, it's kind of like dropped off. Yeah. Um. In they've got the new cause I, of the day. Yeah.
0: I was a I was about to assign a story to a reporter, and I realized that another reporter on another team had already hit it. Um. I'm not going to. Uh, I mean, that's just. I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I'm I'm so good at my job. Sometimes I don't realize it. Um. <laughs> Uh, Amy Fur. The problem is is that whoever edited this piece should have tagged Entertainment, but they didn't, and I'll shut up about it now. But the point is officials say a well known musician and two other people were recently found dead in Los Angeles, California after a suspected fentanyl overdose. Three persons. So you got a rocker and probably some people in his crew mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. killed by this drug. And it, and you and you know it, it takes I guess the amount of a pinprick to kill yeah, you. Right. I don't even know why this drug is fashionable. Okay. Uh to be right. honest with you, I I just, beyond the hospital bed, I just don't see a, a utility for it. Um but anyway, it's everywhere. But as you said, it's nowhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. Seemingly. Um Well, Trump and, was
1: talking about it last night. Um he said to yeah. stop the deadly drugs that are poisoning our people. I will deploy the US Navy to impose a full fentanyl blockade. Um and I I you know he's he's been talking about it but mm-hmm. I just feel, you know, it kind of fell out of fashion to talk about um, but it is true. It's directly connected to the border crisis. Now, I I, I wanted to switch gears, though. Um, I, I don't know oh, if you've been following the uh, what's I mean, I can't play the clips because we didn't bleep them out. But the MMA oh. um, has really been going. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the clips of. <laughs> you know <laughs> what well,
0: what well, was like a few days ago right guy mm-hmm. wins and the reporter asked him a question mm-hmm. about uh Justin Trudeau and uh was it that one gosh
1: yeah, well, there was that one, and I and I just heard that Tucker Carlson said he, you know, he left a message for Justin Trudeau saying, <laughs> "Where's everybody going, at White Obama?" I'm going, I'm so going crazy. to Canada. I'm coming to Canada to help set Canada free. I don't know. He, he Tucker Tucker left that message, but um, you know, this the I forget his name. Dana White was it? Dana White. Mm-hmm. He's the one who remember. runs it. Yeah, he was saying yeah. that um, you know, how could you be? out? And I think it was the guy who won. Was it Sean Strickland? That's who it was. I get them okay. confused. So Sean Strickland was there and and somebody asked him, and he was a reporter from Canada, and he asked him a question or something. And he's like, I can't yeah. even believe you're asking me this question right now. Where were you yeah. when they were seizing bank accounts? And where were you yeah. when all of this um, really calling out Justin Trudeau? And then Dana White came out and said, uh, when someone asked him, you give it a really long leash. And he's like, leash? I don't give anyone a leash. This is a free country. They can say whatever they want. Yes. So what's with the MMA, like, really being outspoken? I mean, um, God bless them. I mean, it's very machismo, uh, you know?
0: No, it's the the industry. I think generally, I don't know if Nick, Nick, Nick uh, would agree, uh, generally sports are participated, uh, the participation of sports, the people who do it, people who, you know, pick their children up from practice and bring them home and then drop them off. And the coaches, the coaching staff, um, you know, like Texas is a big uh, football state, you know, mm-hmm. and New York is not, you know, it's cultural, um, it's geographical and it's, it's very traditional. It's typically um, because You know what I mean? You've seen the lawsuits of coaches being fired or threatened to be fired for, you know, hosting voluntary prayer after games or before games. Just just bedrock, salt of the earth values people generally are the people who make up organized sports, Mm -hmm. um, generally speaking. And MMA, you have dedicated people, train very hard. Um, They're grounded. They could do a lot of other jobs, but they go into that line of work. And if you have somebody like Sean Strickland, who's been quite successful for a while in mixed martial arts, um, I mean, the, the the guy's no dummy, which you know yeah. might might shock people because he takes shots to the head for a living. Uh, <laughs> and you know, he's he's grounded. He has perspective. Mm-hmm. and everybody saw the totalitarian state that Canada turned into during the pandemic mm-hmm. But dress just, Justin Trudeau was doing the trucker protest against yeah. him yeah. seizing uh, seizing bank accounts literally and putting trucks, people on trucks people's
1: trucks they probably them away
0: yeah i mean they they, they they you have the the officers on horses they they trample an old lady i mean it was and so everyone saw it But, yeah, not everybody Mm -hmm. spoke up about it and not everybody is still speaking up up, about it. So what Um, they were
1: asking, what they were saying to Sean, and I just found his exact quote here. um, It said, you know, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian community in this uh, city of Toronto, the reporter said. And um, Strickland says to him, oh, look, the swamp, because he knew it was going to be a gotcha question. So he said, here's the thing about Bud Light. 10 years ago to be trans was a mental blanking illness. And he said, everything that is wrong with the world is because of you, meaning reporters. And the best thing is in the world is not to buy your BS. Um, and that couldn't be the most, you know, true statement of our time, really. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. John Strickland is Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, God. I mean, they're both saying the same thing. Yeah. I want to live in a world where no one cares who you have sex with, who you don't have sex, with, yeah. how you look, or how you want to look. Uh, right. it, like the guy just won a match, and the reporters bringing up, like, yeah, uh,
1: trying d- to get <laughs> get him. But there's also an issue of transgender women battling women, you know, in right. these matches, and that is I that think, uh, can't I, be allowed.
0: Like a man. A transgender a dude just won another ladies golfing tournament. Like on his way to the championship again. Yes, that just and, happened, yep. Yeah, and and I'm just like he's 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 not even cute. You know what I mean? He's not even really trying. I was like, <laughs> uh that, least, that always right? gets me. But, that always um, gets me. Yeah. Um I and I think, you know, everything sort of what has its limits.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you are seeing pushback, particularly on the local levels. I think the NAACP is weird because it doesn't have an overall governing body, but some schools are starting to push back to protect uh, women and women's sports. You have states obviously passing legislation, but I do like this because the MMA guys, yeah.
1: I was just going to ask, did you happen to hear real quick back to the golf thing, what John Daly said about it? No, what did he say? I, he said, "I, I, I he, he said I would have won a hundred tournaments if I threw a skirt on and called myself a tranny." That dude is no, as feminine so as a Ford F one fifty. That
0: is amazing. That is amazing. I, I wonder if that trans golfer dude gets into Augusta. Uh,
1: he said that he's no it, longer trans because you know he uh, he underwent tra- testosterone testing, so he's a full blown woman.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh <laughs> gotta get that prostate check, buddy. Don't yeah. fool around, okay? <laughs> that that thing is that thing is still there. Okay. Can't you take know, that out. You know, that's interesting
1: uh, though, yeah. because that could be really, really, you know, dangerous. I mean, if the if we all yeah, play in the same is. world and say, Okay, you are a woman and they do neglect those things, that that's
0: bad. It's a dearth. It is a dearth. I remember sitting on the porch of Government Accountability Institute with you know, noted authors uh like, like Peter Schweitzer having this conversation. And I said this was in two thousand fourteen. I said there will be white papers uh looking into the number of men who want to become women mm-hmm. and and but but forget the fact that they are biologically men and fail to get their prostate checked because their mind is warped in some ways like well i'm a woman well yeah sure okay but you but you still run the risk of particular diseases that can only be inflicted on men you know Mm -hmm. anyway um so good it's good for john strickland dana white i don't know man Bud light's got a lot of and anheuser-busch have a lot of money and they're throwing it around um you know kid rock doesn't get it okay I'm pretty sure there's some good people who work at Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch and and work in those factories who've lost their jobs because people who don't do the hard work that those people in the factories on the grounds do to actually transport that terrible beer uh, to consumers made the decision to just be adversarial to their own consumer base. It is completely insulting. People should have boycotted Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch products because, because he, he, he did, what's his name? Mulvaney's not even transgender. The dude is like a dude cosplaying <laughs> as a six-year-old girl. Yes. Like, if I was a trainee, I'd be offended by Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least you could do, if you're going to nuke your own business, is actually get a transgender person on the Bud Light can um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, I don't so know. I, what know, are we talking about? It's really. <laughs> My
0: God, this country <laughs> is wild.
1: We have a question for you on the Showtime Autoglass text line real quick before we go. Um, we're speaking with Jerome Hudson of Breitbart. Uh, what does Jerome think of the Black National Anthem being played at the Super Bowl?
0: I think it's amazing. I remember growing up at Second Arnold Baptist Church in Savannah, Georgia, and my pastor just, like, rolling his eyes every time Black History Month came around because <laughs> he didn't really want to sing it. But the history of the song is incredible. Um, it was written in honor of of, of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Booker T. Washington—I um, think Booker T. Washington was coming to town, and they wanted— um, to, to, to commemorate Lincoln's death or his birthday or something like that, and they wanted um, to create a song for the occasion. Um, Booker T. Washington, obviously a national treasure, uh, and and really helped advance the civil rights movement before there was a civil rights movement. Uh, but that's where the the song came from. I mean, it had the spirit of the old Negro uh, spirituals. That is songs that you know. Uh, Black people, slaves, sang in the field. Um, And now it's sort of been bastardized by a corporation, namely the National Football League. And because we don't live in a world that existed 120 years ago when the song was written in the spirit in which it was written in, uh, the world we live in is purely political. It's pernicious. And there are people who see this world through at least two lenses. And they separate people by race. They do it to leverage for political power and positioning. And the NFL has been wrapped up in this. And, I I mean, I I hate to look in the end zone whenever a Jacksonville Jaguars uh, player scores a touchdown and and see those stupid slogans. Uh, You know, it takes all of us. Is like 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 nobody watching this game is is a racist, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and or is organizing a Klan meeting after. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just insane. And the NFL is now doing the Negro National Anthem before the Super Bowl. It's like we have one country and we have one anthem for this great and amazing country, which is great because of the people in it, and a lot of those people help or maybe their grandparents, or maybe their great-grandparents, helped defeat the scourge of the Democratic Party, which, if it did not exist, we probably wouldn't need a Negro national anthem because we probably wouldn't have slavery Mm -hmm. or segregation. Yeah. I hope that all makes sense to
1: people. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Well, Jerome Hudson, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll speak to you again next week.
0: I love you guys. Thank you for the... uh, time um you know m- you know maybe maybe next time we'll get to the to the stories that we're supposed <laughs> to talk about you know i like going off script though i will say hey, I, it's sorry
1: fun. that's all your fault mind. that's my middle name uh, off script right, that's okay. that's right. bye right.
0: bye bye thanks for listening to the liz callaway show with nick Summers.